Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. If David Platt can get up there and and quote eight chapters of the book of Romans with, with you know very little emotion or expression, how much more, and we can be so impacted by that, how much more so can we as actors memorize and internalize the word of God and present it in a way that's even that much more impactful? And so me and that team member decided to memorize the book of James and present it for the local church. And God's spirit moved more powerfully than any other drama we'd ever done to that point. So we're like, okay, let's do this again. So we got the whole team together, which was five people at that time. And we memorized the book of Ephesians. And once again, God's spirit moved powerfully. And and he impressed upon my heart that I needed to continue doing this until he told me to stop. That was 2006. We're now 2022 and this story continues. We're joined today by Aaron House. He's the founder and executive director of Piercing Word Ministry. This is a group of theater professionals who are passionate about coming alongside Christian leaders to help them artistically engage their people with the Word of God. Today on Connections, he's going to share with us how Piercing Word came to be and how important it is to memorize Scripture. Today's guest was able to memorize 25 of the 27 books in the New Testament, something he says has empowered him in so many ways. And now he is using this as an opportunity to help others strengthen their relationship with God. Aaron House is with us today and a bit of a background in theater that caught my attention on another Christian show that I was listening to, Aaron, and uh, your theater has impacted your faith and you're using it to impact other people's faith. Tell us a little bit about like how you became passionate about acting, first of all, and how you got involved in theater. Yeah, well, I actually been performing professionally since I was 10. But before that, I was dragged to an acting class uh, by my mom. I was homeschooled and she dragged me and my brother to an acting class, kicking and screaming. We didn't know what acting was. We don't want to do this. We came out of that acting class saying, yeah, let's do this again. Uh, (laughs) And so, um, and that teacher was really impressed with the work that Cliff and I were doing at at a young age and was like, hey, there's auditions uh, at the theater I work for. Your kids should audition for this role. And so anyways, we auditioned. I got the role and uh, I've been doing professional theater uh, pretty much my whole life. So, um, what was you... it about uh, being on the stage in that theater that really sparked that interest in you? What was it that, uh, yeah, spoke to you? Uh, well, I do, we just love being able to immerse myself in, in, in a character and to be able to portray uh, different in, in different things. I one of the things I love most about acting is to be able to make people laugh. Uh, personally, I love be, being able to make people laugh, but then I also love to move people deeply uh, with uh, with the performance. Now, have you always been able to involve faith in theater? Is this now something that you've incorporated into that? Yeah, well, I have always had uh, just, uh, I mean, the Lord's grown a, a passion for him and his word for, uh, in me at, a, at, a, at an early age. You know, when I was 12, 13, 14, 15, I was spending time with the Lord and his word every morning. And I was growing deeper in my faith. And there's a whole story I could tell you about that. But uh, so with that, I, I, I've always seen performance and faith to be intertwined for me. And I've always had strong convictions of what I will and won't do on the stage. And with that, uh, God's brought me to a place of using my talents solely for the advancement of his kingdom and and then raising up others to do the same. Was this always something that you saw coming or did it surprise you? Um, I wouldn't say that 
it necessarily surprised me, but I, I didn't see, uh, well, when I, 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 well, I didn't, uh, I didn't have the vision for scripture performance, like what we're doing with piercing word until college. Uh, and I could tell you that story if you're interested in hearing that. Um, but yeah, so basically we, uh, when I was in college, I, uh, I went, I, well, I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. Okay. Now I'm in Pennsylvania with my wife and three kids. Uh, but I went to college in, uh, at OBU in Arkansas and I got my BA music, BA in musical theater. And while I was there, David Platt came to a chapel service and he opened his Bible. He said, open your Bibles to Romans chapter one. And he began to read. Well, about halfway through the chapter, I looked up and realized man's not reading. That's awesome. He's going to quote the first chapter of Romans. Well, then he goes on to chapter two then three, four, eight chapters later, he stops and gives a challenge to memorize the word of God. Well, all 1500 students, including myself, came away from that pretty impacted. And I uh, I had started a drama team there at the local church. And I was talking with one of my drama team members after that uh, chapel service. I was like, you know, if David Platt can get up there and and quote eight chapters of the book of Romans with, with, you know, very little emotion or expression, how much more, and we can be so impacted by that. How much more so can we as actors memorize and internalize the word of God and present it in a way that's even that much more impactful. And so me and that team member decided to memorize the book of James and present it for the local church. And God's spirit moved more powerfully than any other drama we'd ever done to that point. So we're like, okay, let's do this again. So we got the whole team together, which was five people at that time. And we memorized the book of Ephesians. And once again, God's spirit moved powerfully. And and he impressed upon my heart that I needed to continue doing this until he told me to stop. That was 2006. <laughs> and you're still going. You mentioned uh, yeah. the ministry, Piercing Word Ministries. Tell us a little bit about the ministry and what you folks do then. Yeah, so Piercing Word Ministry is a full-time nonprofit ministry based in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and we tour uh, throughout uh, the United States and beyond uh, bringing God's Word center stage and igniting passion for the Word of God in the heart of the church. And we love coming alongside Christian leaders to do that. We come alongside pastors and Christian leaders to to bring God's Word center stage. And, and we don't just perform scripture. We, we challenge everyone everywhere we go to memorize God's Word for themselves, and we equip them to do so with our Warriors of the Word book and video course. Yeah, you actually teach people how to memorize scripture. And I mean, I'm sure a lot of us that grew up in the church, we remember like memorizing John 3.16 for the first time or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. But you like you encourage people to be like uh, David Platt and memorize as much as you can. You yeah. yourself, how how much scripture have you memorized yourself? Well, in 2013, when we took the ministry of piercing word from a part-time ministry to a full-time ministry, uh, I decided if I was going to be traveling everywhere, challenging everyone that I met to, mem- to memorize God's word for themselves, I better be setting the example. And so uh, in, tw- in 2013, I set out to memorize the entire New Testament in a year. Didn't finish in a year. Um, in the course of a year and a half, however, by the, by God's grace, I was able to memorize and recite before a public audience, 25 out of 27 books in the new Testament, hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, and yet one of the most rewarding things that I've done and, and, you know, through that, the journey and the challenges that came through that, 
you know, that's where this book, Warriors of the Word, has been birthed out of and the experiences and the, and the, and the, you know, the wisdom that God's given to my wife and I through that of like, why even memorize what, what to memorize, how to memorize and how to do that effectively. And, 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 and not just memorize God's words. You can check the I'm a good Christian box, but so that you can win spiritual victories in your life. And, and we've seen that happen in our own lives. We've seen that happen in other people's lives. Like how do we, how do we get those spiritual victories? How do we not live in, in a place of defeat anymore as, as a follower of Christ, but how do we live in a place of victory? And God's word has so much power. It's the sword of the spirit. It's our only offensive weapon against the enemy uh, that he gives us in the, in the armor of God. And so we just love equipping people to be able to do that and, and win spiritual victories in their lives. 25 of 27 of the books. Uh, what was that like for you to experience that? You mentioned it a little bit, but when, when you got through all of that and you were like, wow, I just did that. What was that like? Uh, well, <laughs> It's 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 not something I recommend other people do. It was very difficult. <laughs> uh, it was uh, there was a lot of trials along the way. It was really hard. It was really difficult, um, and I had to make some 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 choices along the way. And I tell more of the story in the Warriors of the Word book. Um, but I, you know, I had to to realize that you know if I was going to try to complete this goal. And the way that I had originally wanted to complete it, I was going to have to make sacrifices, whether that was with my family or with the growing ministry. And I wasn't able to do that. So I was I had to 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 let some of the books I memorized go instead of keep reviewing. My goal was to have like the whole New Testament on on tap anytime. Uh, I don't have that uh, <laughs> uh, because I, I I realized that uh, that the Lord you know needed me to focus on some other things as well, and that it wasn't just all about that. And 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 you know, clarifying my reasons for that. And so so with that, you know, I I it, one of the most amazing times that the Lord had was uh, for me during that was quoting the entire book of Revelation for. Um, uh, for, uh, you know, because I had monthly recitals where I'd recite, you know, for like two and a half hours, you know, each month. And, uh, yeah. So this one recital I did, you know, for a second, third John Jude revelation. And it was just, I can't even tell you the Holy spirit came on that place the the blessing at the beginning of the book that says, blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy and blessed are those who hear. We experienced that that night. And, uh, I will never forget that. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In 2007, I had a goal of memorizing the entire book of John. That's as far as I got, is that first <laughs> verse there. <laughs> How do we begin? Like, you mentioned already why we shouldn't. I agree with you to have, like, yeah. Scripture on tap. It's a great offensive weapon, and when life yeah. gets you down, right? But how in the world do we begin? I had little index cards and it just didn't work for me or I didn't keep at it, I guess, is really what the issue was. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great question. I mean, we I mean, you know, one of the things that we talk about is is, you know, first know why you're memorizing it. You know, is this is this is this a passage you're memorizing to just grow closer to the Lord, you know, like the whole book of John, that seems like more of a knowing, just wanting to know him better, which is a great goal. Uh, but, you know, before that, you want to make sure that you've done like, okay, you start with a uh, start. If you've already done verse, like single verses, like, you know, you just mentioned, maybe do uh, a, a Psalm, which is like eight to 13 verses, you know, maybe the Psalm of your age, or maybe you do your favorite chapter. Mine's Philippians chapter three, you know, or maybe your favorite chapter is Romans chapter eight or James one 
or Matthew 6. You know, there's some really great ones uh, to just do a chapter first before you move on to a, a small book of the Bible. And then you do a small book of the Bible like Philippians or James. And then if you do able to do that, then do a large book of the Bible uh, and make sure that you and then, you know, as you do that, you make sure that you have an accountability partner, somebody you're going to be able to meet with yeah. on a regular basis, somebody that you share your plan with, write your plan down, say, I think I can memorize X amount of verses per day or week. And then, and then, and then you can adjust the plan, you know, but you start with a plan, especially if you've done the smaller, smaller bits first, you kind of have an idea of what you personally can do in your current season of life and your current capabilities, you know, and then you, you, you share that plan with your accountability partner, you schedule a time to share it before you even start. You schedule a time. So if you're memorizing your favorite chapter, Romans chapter eight, and you're like, okay, it's, you know, however many verses, and I am going to be memorizing this, you know, over the course of, you know, two months, you know, well, at the end of that two months, I'm going to, sh- I'm going to, hey, a small group, any chance I could share Romans eight with you guys, I'm, I'm trying to memorize it. Uh, I want you guys to hold me accountable, you know, or share it with your family or, or, you know, or whatever. So schedule a time to share it. You got to make a plan. If you, if you fail a plan, plan to fail. Uh, and so if you make a plan, you have an accountability partner, you're going to go a lot longer. You got to go a lot farther. You mentioned family there. Now, is this something you can do with the family? Because you were mentioning earlier when you were trying to memorize the entire New Testament, it kind of took you away from your family. Is this something now that you can do with the family instead? Oh, 100 percent. I mean, I have three kids now, so ages seven, five and two. And so uh, we do Bible memory with our kids and we, we don't do Bible memory like most people think about it. We we jump around, we uh, we do hand motions and we're crazy and, you know, and uh, we you know, we act it out or we, um, we do fun things. You know, we do, we have, you know, lots of scripture songs that we have, you know, we learn together and stuff like that too. And there's a lot of those ideas and resources for families are in the book. Where's the word as well. I, uh, I preach at different churches in the region where I live and there's one church I go to a couple times a year and they memorize scripture as a congregation and each week they have a verse. They have a little whiteboard at the front before the sermon, and it's got a few blanks in it already, right? And they yeah. recite it, and then they get a couple kids to erase a few more words. Nice. And they eventually work their way down until the board's blank, and whoever can memorize that complete verse without any help gets a chocolate bar. I just love that, though. Like <laughs> That's this cool. small congregation doing it together. Uh, you see parents. Uh, kids, parents, and grandkids, and everybody in the congregation involved in that—just neat. I I love that, and that's and that's one of the tools that we talk about in the book is gaming it. That's where that's one of the games you can play is you know taking away words on a whiteboard or whatever. You can also get an app that does that, like Verse Locker uh, by Scripture Memory Fellowship. They're uh, one of our uh, friends and partners in ministry. They uh, so uh, they have a, an, a wonderful app. Uh, for your phone called Verse Locker, where you can uh, put whatever verses you're memorizing in there, and it'll do all the, the fancy games where it'll take words away, or it'll just have the first letter of each word, and you try to say it with just looking at the first letter of each word, or you all these different fun things you can do. So, because uh, one of the things that we we talk about is is 
if you're not having fun while you're memorizing God's word, you're doing it wrong. Okay. Because we need to be, we, we need to be, we need to be engaging our, our, all of our senses. We need to be able to see it, say it and do it while we're memorizing it. So whether that doing it is hand motions, whether that doing it is acting it out, whether that doing it is, you know, doing a game with it on your phone, with the app, whatever that doing it is, it's something that's creative, something that's engaging. Cause most people, when they think about memorizing, they think about, they, they just pounding, 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 pound, 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 repetition, simple repetition. You're going to pick up the box of information and put it down, pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down. No, that's just going to hurt your back and your brain. It's not going to, it's not going to be helpful. Uh, so what we teach people, the way we teach people to memorize is instead of trying to just pick up the box of information and put it down in simple repetition, open the box, look at what every, everything that's inside the box and, and look at it from every angle and then construct something creative in your mind that you can display and remember. So yeah, that's kind of the way we, we it's kind of a, a, an analogy of the way that we, we talk about creating an experience that's difficult to forget. An experience and engaging. Tell us a little bit about piercing word and what a typical performance would look like from you guys. Yeah, so we have a season of different scripture performances that we tour uh, with. Uh, right now, we're touring with Parables of Jesus, which is an African-inspired telling of the stories Jesus told. Oh. Four actors and a percussionist, very diverse, multicultural cast, super fun, high energy, 50-minute piece. Uh, it's, yeah, the Parables of Jesus. And it's uh, Jesus teaches his disciples to move to his rhythms and his movements as he teaches them the parables. Or, you know, that we have things like uh, stewardship which we're touring this fall as well, which is a biblical perspective on how to use our God-given resources. It's 35 minutes jam-packed, word for word from the ESV Bible. Everything we do is word for word from the ESV Bible. So the scripture literally is our script. But this stewardship scripture performance is a very creative board game themed scripture performance. So imagine if Monopoly was on stage, uh, <laughs> a board <laughs> on stage, and you have these three actors kind of navigating their way through this the game, quote unquote. Uh, and so, but it's all word for word scripture, and they're, they're you know going through these different passages, talking about giving, saving, tithing, taxes. And you have the the one one actress is the game master or wisdom, right? Kind of the godlike figure that's telling them how to play the game. And then there's the the wise person and the foolish person. You see the wise person making wise choices and the foolish person making foolish choices as they play the game. And it's just this really, uh, really powerful uh, visual of, of, of these biblical truths. We also have place, uh, scripture performances like the entire book of Ruth, you know, or we have scripture performances of Sermon on the Mount, the musical, which is Matthew chapters five through seven set to original music with scripture lyrics and it's just incredible uh we have a we have a christmas piece the advent of christmas we have a a easter piece the passion the musical which is a modern urban style telling of the last supper trial crucifixion and resurrection of jesus and uh yeah so it's all word for word from the esv bible and uh we have an amazing team of people that we work with here in lancaster pennsylvania to to send out teams we can find out more about the productions, also the books and the uh, video programs and a lot of other great stuff. Tell us uh, where we can find Piercing Word and more information on you, Aaron. Yeah. So you can go to piercingword.org. You can see, uh, you can go to the resources tab, see uh, scripture performance videos that we have. You can also go and find our Warriors of the Word book and video course at warriorsoftheword.org. That's warriorsoftheword.org and then piercingword.org for more information about the scripture performances. 
I'm going to yep. re-begin my uh, memorization journey, but I'm going to start with like 1st John, maybe 2nd John, because it's only yeah, one chapter instead of all of John. <laughs> start small and uh, and go from there. Do you ever plan on stopping? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't plan on stopping it. In fact, that's just part of the, that story that I shared. You know, God said, keep doing this until you, I tell you to stop. Well, he hasn't told me to stop. And uh, it's been a number of years. I, that was 2006. And here we are in uh, 2022. So I'm excited to see what the Lord has in store uh, as we continue to have more opportunities to bring God's word center stage and ignite passion for his word in the heart of the church. Thank you so much for making time for us today. Yeah, yeah thank you thanks, so much. Aaron. Pleasure yeah. to talk with you. Pleasure. Pleasure's mine. And thank you so much for joining us and for listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages on Instagram as well as Facebook. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. We'll talk to you again on Connections.